Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a product of, uh, of work in progress. You know, we're in the process of trying to build this thing out, chasing all the details of all different things to, to get the execution we want consistently. I don't think it's a product of first half, second half, any particular quarter, anything like that. It's more a process of us being consistently good at what we do. Well, they're executing at a high level, you know, and it starts with the quarterback. Jared's doing a great job with it. It's, it's a system that he's basically grown up in, Coach Sean McVay. He just knows how to run those plays really well. I think the timing is really good. The receivers are on the same page. He'll take a lot of reps, I'm sure, as much as he can, you know, where he's at health-wise. Um, we have a, a bunch of guys rotating in now, you know. I mean, you got to give Jeremiah Moon a lot of credit, right? He's taking a full full work, workload, but uh, no, it's a good group, and uh, and it's great to have Adolfo back. First of all, he's a really good player. You know, he's very talented, so talent travels well. And uh, also, I would say his attitude and work ethic are just are top notch. John Harbaugh talking about Jadavian Clowney coming off a monster game against the Tennessee Titans over in London last Sunday. The quarterback pressures were high. The sacks were successful as he helped the Ravens achieve victory over Tennessee 24-16. And we've talked about it all year long that he's been getting close. No cigar. Now he's starting to light that cigar up a little bit. We heard John Harbaugh say after the win on Sunday, Vinny, that Jadavian Clowney plays like a Ravens, was a Raven, but he didn't know it yet. Now he literally is. And he's certainly playing like one. And I know you can be skeptical and say, well, you know, he's a little bit older now. Can he sustain this over the next 12 games or whatever it is? Where they four and two, that's 11 games. Uh, I don't see anything that indicates that Jadavian Clowney's going to be slowing down anytime soon. <clears throat> I don't think so. And the other thing that uh, I think they're being really smart with him, Bob, I think he had like 28 plays last game and super production. You know, and if they're getting all way back too, you know, and you keep Clowney to his 30 snaps, something like that, then, you know, you're going to have him for the 17 games and you're going to get a lot of production. And right now, that's that's what they're getting. He's playing at a high level right now. I mean, he's probably playing, and I don't know, Bob, a couple years ago when he had nine sacks at Cleveland, how, how he was playing then, but, you know, he was very productive at that time, so... I'm guessing probably something similar. Probably playing as good as he played any time during his career for a consistent period of time. Knock on wood, 
because I don't know, Bob, I haven't looked up his stats. Has he ever played 16 games in a year? I don't know that he ever has. Well, he's playing engaged. He's playing as though he's got something to prove because last year <coughs> Cleveland was a debacle yeah. by all accounts from the Brown side and certainly from Jadavian Clowney's side. But the Ravens get him, and he's been a godsend along with Kyle Van Noy the last couple of weeks as well because Adape Owe and David Ajabo aren't there. But Owe did return to practice yesterday. He's missed four games. Now he's a guy that I would think and hope, if he's healthy enough, yep. is going to be ready to rock and roll and prove people wrong. Because for him and uh, Rashad Bateman, part of that same draft class a couple of years ago, a lot of naysayers out there. And rightfully so. You know, I mean, because Owe doesn't have the production, you know, I mean, it, and Bateman doesn't have the production, you know, and they've been, they spent time in the, in the training room. So, I mean, that, that's the thing. They just need to go out there and make some plays because the other thing having a way back, Bob is, you know, Robinson Harrison, you know, they don't provide any rush at all, you know, so it gives another guy that can provide some rush, you know, other than Van Oy. And Clowney, you know, because Oway, he's got some speed, you know, and and he was coming on when he got hurt, so it'll it'll be a good that'll be a good boost for that group. Uh, going up against Detroit, we heard John Harbaugh talking about their offense. The Lions, they're five and one in the National Football League. They are third in total offense. Jared Goff is just named as the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. I think it's five times in his career he's accomplished that. So it's not like he's some scrub. He was dismissed from the Rams like he was yes. when they brought in Matt Stafford. And then his first year in uh, Detroit, they struggled. But he started to come on last year. And he's really playing well this season. Quarterback rating over 100. Let's not forget, by the way, people, he was the number one overall pick in the draft. And he plays like that at times. He's got Super Bowl experience. He has playoff experience. And right now, they're in first place in their division, and he's a big reason why that's happening right now. Oh, yeah. And, and Bob, if you look at the rest of their schedule, I mean, the Ravens is their toughest game. This is their toughest game the rest of the year. So, uh, I mean, this they'll play this, you know, almost like a playoff game. They'll want to win this one because everybody's going to judge them on this game. Because, I mean, they, they you know, opened the season with the Chiefs, then they had the Seahawks where they lost. But then they've had Atlanta, Green Bay, Carolina, and Tampa. You know, so people are going to say, you know, now you got Baltimore. Now this is a test. You know, you're playing a team that's four and two, got a real quarterback. You know, let's see. Let's see where you are right now. Spread is three points in favor of the Ravens. It's video at 8105.7 The Fan. It is Total Request Thursday. You pick the songs at 410-583-1057. Nolan McGraw is over there waiting for said uh, text. And, you know, uh, 11 o'clock, we get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. Whatever you want to hear, we'll play it. Nolan, I'm going to make a request that we think outside the box for Featured Artist Friday. I mean, I love Rush, and I love Aerosmith, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, I listen to that on my downtime. Let's let's hear what the people have to say. Let's be creative with your musical selections this week. How does that sound? You think our audience is up for it? I don't turn you down every time you say it, but then I feel like nine suggestions out of ten 
You're rolling your eyes. I'm like the cars or somebody bought. We've already heard them a thousand times. And <laughs> no, I got no problem. <laughs> but let's just come on with somebody new. We're relying on you, the audience, to give us something different to listen to. Granted, it's a football Friday. So it doesn't have to be like a masculine theme. But whatever you want to hear on a Friday, let's uh, let's think outside our normal box here. One time you asked for something unique and you got Simon and Garfunkel. So okay, be but, careful what you wish for. But I'm not going to judge. This is a no-judgment zone right. when it comes to the musical side. No-judgment zone. Unless it's Slim Whitman, which I requested, and it was the worst thing we ever heard. Anything you want to hear, we'll play it. Total request Thursday. We get those votes in for featured artists. Friday, Ravens three-point favorites, 42 over under. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, Vinny. We'll talk about it as the show goes on. I think that's a little conservative in regards to total points from the odds makers. I think... 42 is going to be very reachable for both teams. And I saw a stat this morning on a NFL network where stopping the quarterback from running Detroit the last couple of years, they're like the worst in the NFL. Yeah. So Lamar could have a field day if, in fact, he takes advantage of their weakness in that area. Well, I think that'll that'll be part of their game planning is to take advantage of, you know, the things that Detroit doesn't do well. Now, Bob, back to the points thing. I mean, yes. Detroit's averaging 28. The Ravens are averaging 22. So if they, you That's know. That's 50. Yeah. And I'm not that smart, but I can figure that one out. You know, so, I mean, I. The, although you said that there may be some wind gusts on Sunday, Bob. Oh. You know, out of the West, like 10 to 15. So that, that would be going across the field, which would be harder for the quarterbacks. So we'll get into stat breakdown more detail tomorrow, but both teams are pretty stout defensively. And maybe the odds makers in Vegas think that the defenses will rule the day over whatever offensive firepower could could be out there. And the Lions got problems with the running game right now, too. They said Gibbs may play. He was uh, limited yesterday. Yeah. Um, But the thing about it is, Bob, if both, you know, if neither team can run, which uh, Detroit couldn't last week, they ran for 22 yards, you know, and they threw it 44 times and. You know, if it's going to be a passing game. See, I, the Ravens are always going to be able to run. You know why, Bob? Because they're going to spread them out, and Lamar can take off and run. Golf cannot run, period. You know, golf's golf's a, maybe a little faster than Tom Brady. You know, I mean, that's, that's he's not, saying he's not a all, real mobile it? type. He He's the type of guy, Bob, that if you get him off his spot – Kind of like the same things you wanted to say about Brady. Get him to move, and that's the same thing that we want to do with golf. And I'm gonna, I'm guessing that we're gonna see a lot of a gap blitzing, you know, from Mike McDonald this week, which means up the middle. We'll talk more about that Lions offense and defense starting at 11 o'clock with Vinny's film breakdown of their win against Tampa this past weekend. Damon Evans, Maryland athletic director, joins us at 10:30. Terps are off this week. They've lost two in a row, including last week homecoming. Against Illinois, they go to Northwestern next week, a 12 o'clock kickoff, I believe, against the Wildcats. And Northwestern's got Nor- uh, Nebraska coming up this weekend. Nebraska will be playing Maryland later on mm-hmm. in the season. So a season that started with great promise at 5-0. and Now is uh, approached concern time because you can look at the schedule, and we'll talk about it with Damon at the bottom of the hour, and I don't see a, a guaranteed win. At all. No. 
Not even going there to Evanston. That's not a guaranteed. No, thing. they're three and three, and Rutgers is playing decent football Four too. Four and two. Yeah. So I mean, you're right, Bob. I mean, now I think you've said it. In the, Northwestern's looking at that as a win. Yeah, home game. Yes. Uh, Maryland's coming in. Uh, whatever. Who knows what's going on? Maryland will beat themselves. Is perhaps what they might be thinking there. Orioles said this news was breaking yesterday as we were on the air as Adley Rutschman and uh, Ryan Mountcastle were uh, named as finalists for the Gold Glove. And then Austin Hayes. Hazy got that sort of honor as well. So three Orioles nominated as finalists for the Gold Glove in the American League, brought to you by Rawlings. We'll talk to Mike Bordick about that coming up at 1130. And we're going to, what does the young kids say? Flowers. We're going to give Mike his flowers because he called it last year that Ryan Mountcastle was a much better defensive first baseman than yeah. people gave him credit for. Got a lot to get to. We'll take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. Ravens three-point favorites. Your concern level for this game is what? You're on this talk. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A request Thursday. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, company? Haney, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, total request Thursday. Anything you want to hear, you will play it. Send your song request, blast for text line at 410-583-1057. This is Beck. You fancy me as a Beck fan there. No, I don't, but our... One of our listeners is. You look sort of like that awkward Beck-loving guy. But actually, when Beck was happening, you weren't even born yet. Probably not. When I was, I'm a loser, baby, termite choking on a splinter and all that stuff. That's the only song I know, loser. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> 
You don't have to get personal. Right. I'm just making an observation here, Nolan. But it's back as Joe's of the people get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. Again, no judgment zone for me. If anyone wants to rag on your selection, that's up to him. But I'm going to pipe down, and we're all going to enjoy the tunes together. Ravens three-point favorites over the Lions coming up at 1 o'clock Sunday. Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the pregame show, brought to you by Rice Murtha Pesaurus. This is the Ravens' first home game since September the 24th, almost a month. Damn. And they lost that one to the Colts in overtime. So we'll be at Horseshoe Casino, Brews and um, um, Brew Brothers. Brew Brothers, yes. I think beer in my mind gets all Brew Brothered up. But Brew Brothers will be there at 10 o'clock starting the program with me and Ken Wyman and then Tim Barblaze, Vinny Cordell, Mike Preston. Preston will be there. Uh, Melissa Kim joins us in the first hour, so we're going to have you covered. It's a battle of first-place teams. Let's stress that. Yeah. Don't want to overblow the game, but it is two first-place teams taking each other on this Sunday at 1 o'clock. And what's expected to be, by the way, a uh, beautiful fall day. Yeah, 64, sunny, and some wind. 10 to 15 miles an hour out of the west. Hopefully the wind dies down because I think, you know, with these two defenses, Macy, because, Bob, that's another thing that doesn't make sense about the low scores because if neither team can run it, you got to throw it all over the field, and you figure you're going to make some plays and score some points. I think it will get into the keys tomorrow, and we'll do the analysis today and through Friday. But uh, we brought up a little bit before we get to the phones. Um their receivers are going to pose an interesting problem because golf, for the most part, gets protected and he gets rid of the ball quick anyway. Yes, he does. I, I think the Ravens secondary could be in for an interesting Sunday. They're going to have to tackle well, especially St. Brown. That's that's going to be the key guy they're going to have to tackle. All right, let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057 is the number. Let's start it <laughs> off today. It's Vinny and Haiti, Bob Haiti, Vinny's Rod and Noel McGraw. Owings Mills is Harry. Harry, what's happened? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Wonderful. All right, Harry. Good, good. I've actually never called this radio station a little heated under the collar, but I am today. Oh, boy. Now, congratulations to Ryan Mountcastle. His defense has greatly improved over the years, and it's well-deserved that he is one of the nominees. Also, Austin Hayes and Adley Rushman, um, well-deserved, and it's no surprise. But this is a Ricky Ricardo moment. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. Splaining Lucy Splain. I need justification, clarification, some understanding as to why Cedric Mullins did not get nominated for center field and why Donna Henderson did not get nominated for uh, the third base shortstop or at least utility because they nominated Mookie Betts for both right field and utility in the National League, which I have a problem with because I think you're taking an opportunity away from someone else. Yeah, I I can't explain it to be honest with you, Harry. And I understand analytically Cedric Mullins actually didn't grade out that high at all. But I'm going, Harry, from a eye test perspective. And you see these uh, diving catches in the gaps. You, the brilliant play against Seattle, which to me was one of the great plays of the year defensively in Major League Baseball. I guess that uh, he allows too much stuff to dump in front of him where he's not closing the gap if he plays shallow enough. I don't understand it analytically. However, and Harry, I don't know what your views are in regards to that sort of uh, statistical breakdown. He did not rate as high as the three players picked ahead of him 
in Rodriguez, Robert Jr., and of course, Kiermaier, who's been nominated five bazillion times. So that one, and who was it? Gunner? I don't know. Gunner Henderson's going to win a gold glove. They just got to figure out a position for him. It's as simple as that. And Mauricio Dubon was nominated not only at second base, where I thought Altuve played most of the time, but he was also the utility guy. He played center field last night for the Astros. So, yeah, you're right. Where's Lucy? You got splaining to do. <laughs> Could I make one more point? Stop gentlemen? smoking in my eggs. I'm hungry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. The, um, the quarterback for the Lions, yes, he does get rid of the ball kind of quickly, but he has a little hitch when he actually throws the ball. So if you all could comment on that a little bit, be greatly appreciated. I hope you all have a great day, and I'll give you a call tomorrow morning. Thank all right, you. Harry, thank you. Well, with his with his hitch, he's he gets the ball out extremely quick, you know, and he's only thrown three picks with 11 touchdowns, and last year I think it was like – 27 and seven. So hitch, no hitch, you know, it, it doesn't really matter to him. The, the key is going to be to get pressure up the middle on him. That's, that's going to, if they let him stand in the pocket, he's going to throw for over 300 yards. If Gibbs is playing, by the way, Jameer Gibbs, a uh, first round pick this year, he's limited with a hamstring anyway. So does play action even become an issue? I mean, are you fearing him running the ball? Because Montgomery's not playing. It won't be for a couple of weeks, it looks like. Well, against Tampa, Bob, what they did was they would put the two tight ends in, and then they would bring in number 70 uh, offensive tackle. Let me see. He played four. Skipper was his name. And they'd play him at one tight end. So one tight end would be off the line, you know, and then they would run their play action pass and take their deep shots. So I mean, the, for them to have time to take a deep shot, they need the protection, you know, and that's why they max protect. Otherwise, they don't have time to get those deep shots because I don't think the left tackle is good enough to hold up, you know, and the guard, the guard, because they're playing a rookie guard. No, they started a rookie at the left guard, jo- Jonah Jackson, and then I don't know if he got hurt against Green Bay or what because Awasika – started number 74 started against tampa we have time for another call nolan mcgraw nolan mcgraw you make the call let's go let's go to houston it's jj what's happening welcome to Vinny and haywin nolan here on this total request thursday hey how you doing fellas good hey, hey Vinny, i got a question it's, it's kind of for you okay my thing is the jury is still out on munkin but knowing but with the ravens knowing how explosive the 49ers um, have been in, you know, you can look down to Miami. Why didn't they go to Shanahan's staff and uh, get someone off of there? Especially knowing that the, the system will work with a quarterback like Lamar because he's already had RG3 in it. That system is tried and true. Why, why, I don't understand, like, why did they not look at uh, the 49ers first? Well, I think That's Harv's, inter- I think Harv's I interviewed think, like yeah. 18 guys. You know, so he interviewed a lot of guys. And didn't uh, that Canales, who was at Seattle, didn't he like a similar type thing? He's at Tampa now. Um, but I I think everybody from Kyle's got hired, you know, because the probably the next man up was, I can't remember his name now, but his dad was a coach too. But he went with D'Amico Ryans to Houston. That was Kyle's guy. That was the San Francisco. So I'm not sure – you know, who's left probably, you know, younger kids. Um, but 
bottom line is, is Kyle calls the plays. Kyle runs the offense. It's video Haiti 1057 the fan when we come back. Ship gears, talk Maryland. Damon Evans, athletic director, University of Maryland Terrapins. Football's on a bye this week. They've lost two in a row. Last week was unacceptable. I'm sure Damon will be as diplomatic as he could possibly be trying to explain that. When Maryland basketball starts November 7th against Mount St. Mary's, Terps have two players. First team preseason, all Big Ten, but preseason is exactly that. It's preseason. It's based on what you either did last year or what you're expected to do as a freshman this year. And then at the end of the season, those postseason teams might have a lot different look. And hopefully Maryland will hold steady because we've talked about it before. Maryland's a sleeping basketball giant. And I'm not talking about, hey, they made it to the tournament as an eighth seed and lost in the set. No, this is Final Four National Championship City. We're talking about that more with Damon next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. Oh, well, Curtis Mayfield, right? Here on this total request Thursday, it's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney, Vinny Serato, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass, pick a song, we'll play it. 11 o'clock, get your votes in, featured on <coughs> Friday, we'll make it happen for you. As we said, let's think outside our little box. <clears throat> let's expand. Let's spread our wings and fly. There's a cliche for you. But joining us now to talk about what's going on in College Park, Maryland. Maryland football off this week. Talk about what happened last Saturday. Basketball right around the corner. Here to get into that and more. A lot going on in College Park Athletics for sure. Good stuff, too. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's our friend and yours. He's Damon Evans. Damon, good morning. Good morning, fellas. Well, what's going on with you? So we'll start with the salutation. How are you? I, I, I'm doing better now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you After what. A few days have passed. Well, if you were like me around, I don't know, quarter to seven on Saturday uh, evening, uh, you probably weren't feeling all that great because uh, I kept waiting, Damon. 
for Maryland to win the game. Sort of like, all right, I got it. All right, Illinois, they're coming to play, et cetera, et cetera. But when's the Maryland win going to happen? Because that's what we expect to get into. And we talked about it last Thursday. Moral victory is unacceptable. Winning games you're supposed to win. That's where we are. So now that you've had time to reflect, how are you feeling about what happened last Saturday at uh, CQ Stadium? It, it was a very, very disappointing loss. Let's let's not let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Uh, our program, we've got to win those games, uh, quite frankly. And we did not come out prepared to play. Uh, we didn't execute like we needed to execute. And you know, when you're playing in a Big Ten and you're playing a team like Illinois or any team in this league, you can't take them for granted. So you know, when we, as we continue to build this program, and I, I'm not going to mix words here, uh, those are the types of games that we have to win. Those are the types of games in which our fans, when we don't win those games, our fans will say that here the same old Maryland again. I want our fans to know this is not the same old Maryland team. We are making progress, but I understand that they're disappointed because I'm disappointed. But I I do have a a lot of faith in our team. I have a lot of faith in Coach uh, Loxley and the staff. Uh, to to bounce back and and get us back on the right track. But uh, we've got to play better. We've got to execute better. We've got to stop making some of the mistakes that we made uh, in that game. And we've got to go out and take care of business and come out a lot faster. You got Northwestern after the bye there at Evanston. We had Sean Merriman on yesterday, Damon, and he was running hot, full disclosure, about what happened Saturday as well. But you played football. You're certainly close with Mike Loxley. Is this after losing two in a row, the bye coming at the right time, or would you rather get right back on the horse and get at it again as quickly as possible? Well, Sean has the right to be running hot. I was running hot, too. I was probably on fire on Saturday. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, everybody has a difference of opinions. We're a little bit banged up right now, so it gives us a chance to get some kids healthy. But I'll tell you this, having to sit and stew for two weeks, that's tough for me. I'm one that likes to, you know, when you lose a game, I, I want to get back right out there and play and get this t- bad taste out of my mouth. So having to sit here for two weeks is very, very, very challenging. But I do see some benefits coming out of it. Uh, it gives us a chance to regroup. Uh, it gives us a chance to get healthy. And uh, really, you know, we've got some great opportunities ahead of us. We've got to take care of business against Northwestern. I'm not going to count them out. They've, they've been better than people thought. They're going through a tough time. Uh, we just need to go there and take care of business. I'm confident that we will. And we've got some great opportunities remaining here at home. I love having the opportunity to play teams like Penn State and Michigan who are highly ranked because that's what you want to be able to do uh, in this day and age. And so let's take care of business against Northwestern and uh, go on from there. Hey, Damon, like, uh, what, what is your role? Because, like, being a GM, you know, you sit down and you talk to the coach, you know, after, you know, a game like that or the next day after he's got a chance to see the film, you know, and then you kind of, wh- what happened, you know, and then how do, what are we going to do to move forward? What's your role in that? Well, I, I meet with Locks. Locks and I are partners uh, in this. I have his back. He has mine. And we know there are going to be tough times uh, in this business. We meet uh, every uh, Monday after the games just to talk about what happened. You know, I ask all kind of questions to try to make sure I have an understanding of what's what's going on. 
But as I stated earlier on this, I have the utmost faith in, in, in Coach Loxley. He's done a good job for us. He continues to move our program in the right direction. He was just as disappointed with this loss and knows that there are some things that we have got to clean up and we got to do better, and, and, and we will. And that's the nature of sport. But does it hurt to lose those type of games? Absolutely. But how people remember you is how you bounce back, how you move forward. And so those are some of the things that we talk about, and he knows that I'm going to continue to support this program as I always have and that I have utmost confidence in him. Damon, you know what? The other thing that was a little disappointing, like when you put it on on the TV and stuff and, you know, you see the amount of people at the game, homecoming game, the Terps are 5-1, and one, you're playing Illinois, you know, and there's it's not – the environment that you want, you know, and then you flip a couple channels over Penn state's playing UMass and they got a hundred thousand people. Well, you know, I, I'm going to thank those fans who do turn out uh, because yep. I, I got to give credit to the people who do show up and, 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 and thank you to our season ticket holders and thank you to our students that show up. We we've had these challenges at Maryland for a, a number of years. And so we're going to continue to try to get our fans to, 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 to show up those that are on the fence but at the end of the day, I'm going to ride with the people who come. Um, you know, I'm going to ride with this team. We're going to continue to, to perform. Would we like to have a packed stadium? Uh, yes, we would. Some of our uh, fans on the fence are going to say, well, you need to beat Illinois. Well, you need to, to do this. Uh, you know what? They'll come when they decide to come, and we're going to continue to work hard and put a product on the field uh, to make people proud. But for us to keep on, you know, focusing on that, we, we've got to focus on what we do on the field. And if, if those who uh, are not sure if they want to come, I, I wish they would, but I, I can't sit here and, and dwell on that. I just have to make sure that uh, these, these student-athletes know that they're supported by us. Uh, that we're going to do everything we can for them to have a, a good experience. But I will say to people who don't come to the game, uh, sitting on the sidelines and, and, and not being there in support and, and, and making up certain reasons why, uh, that, that's just not good for our program because our fan support says a lot about who we are from a regional and national perspective. And when that TV is on and they're not there, it, it hurts us. I don't want people to to take that for granted. It does hurt the program, and we need them there. But I am grateful to those who do show up. David Evans, Athletic Director of University of Maryland, joining us here, Vidi and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Damon is on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. All right, let's get to basketball. Women, ranked number 14 in the AP preseason. Men on the outside of both, but not by much outside of the AP and the coaches' poll. We'll start with the men. The Maryland Mile, of course, it started as Midnight Madness. Lefty Drizel, uh, he was the pioneer of that over 50 years ago, your excitement level for both basketball programs is what right now, Damon? It's always great to start the basketball season off. You know, we've got two really, really good programs. Our, our men's program led by uh, Kevin Willard and the women led, led by Coach Freeze. So always excited about the opportunities there. As far as the men are concerned, yeah, we kicked off with the, the Midnight Mile the other night on Tuesday. Had about 2,500-plus students there. So that's a great event for our student-athletes to engage our students, to interact with our students, and have a good time. So, again, to the students coming out and support, 
we're, we're, we're grateful. There's a lot of excitement. I know men's basketball just had their media day earlier this week, and we're at Big Ten media days, and, and Willard is excited about his returners and, and, and the freshmen that are coming in. And so let's get locked in and, and ready to play on November 7th as we uh, host uh, Mount St. Mary's. And then we've got some great games at Villanova and at UCLA. And so I'm excited about where the men are. And then on the women's side, what can you say? Just excellence across the board. We're reloading with Coach Freeze and, and her team. We're number 14 in the preseason poll. Uh, you know, preseason polls are great, but what really matters is how you uh, finish at the end of the year. And I think this team will finish uh, well. It, it really has an exciting core coming back with some uh, new new Terps coming in. So we're going to open that season. I, I think that's on November the 6th. The, uh, against Harvard the day before the men, and uh, it's just going to be an exciting time. So we need our support, the support of our fans, as always. Go to umterps.com, 1-800-I'm-a-terp for all of your Maryland needs. Damon, it is Total Request Thursday. What are we jamming to today? Well, fellas, you know what? I'm going to pull out Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum. Spirit in the Sky. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember that. Oh, yeah. you, 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 you'll know it when you hear oh, it. Oh, I know it, but I, I'm just trying to figure out the connection here. But it's all good, David Evans. David, <laughs> we appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your Total Request Thursday. Have a great, week, uh, great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. All right, Damon. Appreciate it. Damon Evans. It's Vinny at 80. 1057 The Fed. If you're on the phone, hang tight. We'll get to you. Coming up 11 o'clock. Film study Vinny style of the Lions. They're 5 1. They're 3 0 on the road. Why? Vinny's going to explain. Whip around 11 15. Mike Bordick. We'll talk MLB playoffs with him. Astros. They had a losing record at home, but they were great on the road, and they showed it last night against Texas, who hadn't lost yet. In the postseason, Bordy will talk about that and the three Oriole Gold Glove finalists. Final strip, Nolan McGraw coming up 11:45 Thursday night football on the fan. It's Jacksonville. Will they or won't they have uh, Lawrence again? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. New Orleans. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 a fan. Uh oh. This is uh, Maxwell, right? Rockwell. Rothwell? Turn your mic on, Nolan. Rockwell. Rockwell. Maxwell. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Maxwell Smart. Yeah. He talked into his shoe. Yes. Norm but know. I know who this guy is, and I'm going to give you a history lesson because Q's on the line. He likes getting history lessons. So this me. was his request. Oh, was? this was Q's request. This is Barry Gordy's son. You know who Barry Gordy is? Yeah. Who is he? He was the uh, famous. Come uh, on, you got this. Come on, it's on the tip of your Motown. Yes. You thought he was a football player? Didn't no, you? I didn't. <laughs> but this is Barry Gordy's son. And this is Michael Jackson singing the little uh, chorus here. And this was like his big hit. And I remember the video back. This came out in 84. I remember this like it was yesterday. I was like, this guy comes off like kind of a geek. It is festive, I guess. Yeah. Halloween season. It's got, a, it's got a tappy, toe-tappy kind of vibe to it. 
but this is Rockwell, not, not Max Fosway. <laughs> Bridge 99. It's video at 81057.7 The Fan Vinny's Film Study of the Lions coming up. Top of the hour, Mike Bordick, 11.30, talking about the playoffs. And Orioles getting three finalists for the Gold Glove in the American League. Ravens three-point favorites against the Lions. Coming up Sunday, over-under's kind of low, though. 42, I'm thinking more. Well, I'm thinking more. Let's go to Q in Pikesville. Q, what's happening? Yeah, good day, fellas. What's How y'all doing? doing? All right, well. Q. Not much, man. I had to... I had to request some real music, man. No disrespect to the Becks of the world, but uh, yeah, we I'm need not, some real music in I'm here. I'm not man. a big Beck fan myself, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, let's rewind real quick. Two weeks ago, I called in, and um, give or take two, three weeks ago, I called in, I gave a breakdown, each quarterback. When I hung up, I was labeled as talking reckless. I called in again last week. I gave one team per conference that was my flukes. The Eagles, I'm, I'm done with them. That's a dead dog. Okay. The AFC, the Ravens slash Steelers. So it's funny that a couple days later, the weekend, Kyle Van Noy pops up. I don't even know. Whose show he was on? McAfee? Yeah, he's, McAfee's. Yeah, so he's on McAfee's, and he says word for word what I said two two weeks ago. And it's crickets. And then after the crickets, the moment of silence, well, this year, you know, I agree. He's right. But he, he's he's quoting what I said word for word. Y'all haven't beat nobody. The Ravens are – this is why I said the Ravens are a fluke team to me. It's four and two. The people saying they're giving out their teams that can compete in the AFC. I can't say that right now with the Ravens from what I've seen. You had a cupcake schedule up up until this point. And you struggle with the teams that you win against. I don't even want to hear the excuses because what I've been hearing going into the season was Lamar's happy. He got paid. Mm-hmm. You got an all-star receiving core. You got a new OC that's not Greg Roman. So it's rock and roll time. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I was just looking at your schedule while I was on hold. I realistically see three wins. I'm not saying you're going to win three wins, but I see three locked wins. For the rest of the, uh, the for the rest of the remaining season, and then everything else is iffy because now your second half is serious. Now I've seen a lot of predictions going into the season where they had y'all winning maybe nine games. I didn't see much uh, double digits, nine wins. So I'm saying right now, give or take, y'all might have maybe four or five wins. Now I know how y'all play this game with me. When I hang up, y'all say, well, look at the Jets. What about the no, no. Jets? But, Vinny, I'll let Vinny respond here. Vinny, if you wouldn't mind, about the crickets, about Van Noy's comments. I don't remember crickets. I remember yeah, I, strong. No, yesterday, yesterday, it was crickets. When I, when I hung what? up. No, we, it we said. And then, and then Vinny said, yeah, I agree. But when I said it two weeks ago, <laughs> I'm talking reckless. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, that was your problem, Vinny. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, man, I mean. I know you, we might as well play that game again with the schedule. You know how y'all do before the season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll I tell you about what. Realistically, three locked wins and everything else for the rest of the outside of those three wins, I think the Cardinals is one of those teams. Outside of them, it's iffy to where y'all can possibly lose. So y'all floating around maybe eight, nine wins, man. I hear y'all on the other end. Take it easy, fellas. All right, later. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start ragging on the Jets real quick. Yeah. I had them at the beginning of the year winning 11, <laughs> and I had them being 4 and 2. Right now, and then I had them winning three in a row. 
So Yeah, I'm, but the two losses were not the losses that they turned out to be. No, I had them losing to Cincinnati and Cleveland. Yeah, not, nobody had them losing to the Colts. Because at the time, we assumed it was going to be Anthony Richardson, a quarterback, no. rookie quarterback. And it was Gardner Minshew, which, quite frankly, might be even more of an embarrassing loss because Richardson at least could bring some running and athleticism to the equation. Right. Well, the Ravens, all right, Q, we're going to go the excuse route. Ravens hurt themselves in both losses there. Yeah. The and Steeler game, we all know what happened. They dropped seven passes, three right. touchdowns. And they are going to, you know, from now on out, I mean, <laughs> golf, legitimate quarterback, Cardinals, no, Seattle, Pro Bowl quarterback last year. Browns, who knows? Bengals, Burroughs is healthier. Um, Chargers, good quarterback. Rams, good quarterback. Jacksonville, good quarterback. 49ers, good quarterback. Miami, good quarterback. Steelers, no. So, yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the season, and we said it, they're going to play a lot of rookie quarterbacks, and you got to take advantage of that. Now they've got some legit quarterbacks coming up. And the defense hadn't been the problem. It's no, been the offense. No doubt about it. And it goes back to the Todd Munkin hire, and we talked about how it's going to take a while to mesh and get uh, comfortable, blah, blah, blah. The J.K. Dobbins injury was huge. Let's not understate that. But the receiving core, which was ballyhooed, but I think we all tempered kind of the enthusiasm. A lot of ifs involved there. And right now there's more ifs then productive flowers has been better than I thought he was going to be, to be totally honest with you. But everybody else has been less. Well, Aguilar, I guess, is doing what he's supposed to do. But Catching Odell, and yeah, Odell, Bateman, yeah. you know, what I mean, other guys, not so much. I, I would say the biggest. There's been two disappointments. I would say on the offense right now, and and I would say most people probably would agree, Bateman and Likely. You know, and likely just hadn't had a lot of opportunity, but the expectations for likely were a lot greater. Maybe not by them, you know, maybe not by Todd Munkin um, and Bateman. Bateman, to me, he just seems like a guy that is just putting in the t- I don't like his body language right now. He He needs to give me a little more energy and oomph and want to and love of the game and stuff. Or Odell, Odell's fighting D tackles sure. after the game, you know, because he dove into one of his players. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 the fan. When we come back, Vinny's film study of those five and one Lions. Coming up next, Detroit's three and oh on the road. Their only loss was week two against Seattle out there at Ford Field, but they've already won in Kansas City. They've already won in Tampa. They won at Lambeau Field. So they're not the Jared Goff said after the win against the Buccaneers, we can beat anybody. So they're not coming in here concerned with the Ravens by any stretch of the imagination. Whip around 11-15, what happened in the world of sports last night? What happened historically? We'll get to that. Mike Bordick will talk baseball playoffs. Astros back in it. Max Scherzer got one right. He didn't make it through five. He got his, uh, his, uh, let's say, a slider slid out of the stadium a little bit there. Capitals by the whip around. I don't know. They got one shoved in there. Five hole. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.